0: Hello, I know, robotic voice, I am editing this late at night and I can't talk, so you have to deal with this. Later in the video, my voice is going to sound very odd, around the dump truck, that is because my microphone was making this crackling sound, and I tried to fix it the best that I could. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. The opinions brought up in this episode of A Teen's 2 Toonies are my own and my own alone. You may not share the same opinions however, it is not bad if you don't. Please don't attack myself nor anyone else that has worked on this show with me. Please also know that the topics in this episode may include, but are not limited to, racism, discrimination, politics, political bias, unsettling content. Please watch at your own discretion. Thank you. (laughs) everyone, my name is Zeb fulcher and welcome to a teens to Toonies, the show where it seems I don't know how to count. Uh I repeatedly said in the last episode that the coronavirus stimulus package was worth twelve thousand dollars when I meant to say twelve hundred dollars. I apologize for that. I also want to apologize for the the delay of this episode. Uh this past week has been quite hectic for me. Uh, but next episode will be on Monday for sure. Here are this week's hot topics. To kick this week's hot topics off, I want to talk about a very big celebration that occurred this week, Juneteenth, which is a celebration of slave liberation and abolishment in the United States. This is particularly uh, significant this year because of the Black Lives Matter protests that have been happening for the past 29 days. The Orange Injustice originally had a very large rally set to happen in Tulsa, Oklahoma on that day, but was moved to the next day, June 20th. I will talk about the rally later in the episode, because there was a lot that happened, and there's a lot we need to cover, and we'll have a whole segment for the rally. Mr. Tiny Hands has been preaching that the Republican Party is, quote, the party of Abraham Lincoln and the party of law and order, in order to say that he fully supports black Americans and believe in their cause. The only thing he forgot to mention was that the ideologies of the Republican and Democrat parties effectively swapped after the Civil War, resulting in the post-slavery South, originally being mainly Democrats, now mainly Republicans which can still be seen in the 2016 election results, with the majority of red states in the South and the majority of blue states in the North. Basically, what Mr. Tanlines is boasting about is that a Republican, who would be considered a common Democrat, abolished slavery, meaning that tr- uh, Trump of thin skin, is really on the side of the pro-slave people. Not really the best thing to be boasting about, is it? N- not to mention that in that the 24-year-old's child's play place, Twitter, he stayed completely silent about Black Lives Matter and George Floyd during Juneteenth. If that doesn't show how much he really cares about black Americans, I don't know what will. This week, a very important crisis has surfaced in the Middle Eastern country, Yemen. The largest humanitarian crisis in the past 100 years has emerged in Yemen. More than 24 million people, 80% of the country's population, 12 million being children, are starving. Sanitation and cleaning supplies are in short supply. Only half of the uh, health facilities are functioning, and many that remain operational lack basic equipment like masks and gloves let alone oxygen and other essential supplies to treat patients and the rapidly spreading coronavirus. Many health workers are receiving no salaries or incentives. The crisis has been a problem for more than nine years with the increase of war between Iran and Saudi Arabia using Yemen as a middle ground. But with COVID-19, the crisis has reached exponential growth. One way you can help is to go into the description of this video and go to the UNICEF Save the Children of Yemen charity and donate as much as you can. This week, the Supreme Court of the United States has made some fantastic rulings that have to do with LGBTQ plus rights and those in the DACA program. The homophobe in chief tried to change a law saying that employers cannot fire an employee due to age, race, gender, or otherwise. The homophobe tried to claim that under the or otherwise addition, sexual or- orientation, does not fall under that category. With the vote says 6 to 3, as an astonishing o- outcome, as there is actually a conservative majority in the Supreme Court, it is obvious many of who Dirty Dawn appointed did not agree with that claim. The Supreme Court also didn't allow Lieutenant Bonespurse to shut down Obama's DACA or Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program. The program allows children who immigrated to the U.S. to live in the U.S. and gain a worker's permit. Don the Khan tried to say that this was just illegal immigrating, but the Supreme Court said that the Khan had no legal grounds to pursue any court ruling. After both of these court rulings, Fotis said on Twitter, Did you get the impression that the Supreme Court doesn't like me? Coronavirus cases have risen this week from 8,019,152 total cases and 436,145 total deaths worldwide, 2,162,406 cases and 117,859 deaths in the U.S. alone as of June 15th, to 9,166,300, sorry, 8,800. Thirty-four total cases and 473,189 total deaths worldwide to 2,385,869 cases and 122,592 deaths in the u.s alone as of june 22nd as you heard we are getting 1 million cases each week pretty scary stuff up next the dump truck Bing bing bong bong bing bing bing. Welcome to the dump truck, the segment where we point out the flaws of the Cheeto Jesus, because Twitter doesn't do that enough already. This week, Commander Whiny Pants held a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where they expected one million people to show up. Where instead, they got a whopping six thousand two hundred people. it wasn't even a full house the venue that held the rally could fit 19,000 but not even half of them showed up not to mention the people that did show up weren't wearing any masks or PPE of any kind making the rally a hive for covid-19 this rally was supposed to show that mr bildewall had still had the support from his red allies but just by the attendees numbers we can see that he lost a lot of support these past months The Bankruptcy King has also been making some very obviously false statements, Uh, like during the rally, he said in referring to news coverage of the rally date, quote, I did something good. I made Juneteenth very famous. It's actually an important event, an important time, but nobody had ever heard of it. Maybe you might have not heard of it, but the South sure did. And even I even knew knew too. And I'm from Canada. The RBF of men also said during his rally that he was going to slow down coronavirus testing since the more we test, the more cases we get. Testing is a double-edged sword. We've tested now 25 million people. It's probably 20 million people more than anybody else. Germany's done a lot. Uh, South Korea's done a lot. They call me, they say, the job you're doing, here's the bad part. When you, test a f- when you do testing to that extent, you're going to find more people, you're going to find more cases. So I said to my people, slow the testing down, please. Um, uh, yeah, that's what happens when you test. If you didn't test, we wouldn't have any cases case listed, sure. But it would still have cases in the country creating a silent killer it's it's like if a woman were to say oh yeah i'm not gonna test to see if i'm pregnant because then i'll never get pregnant he even defends this claim with an interview with cnbc saying this when you said you asked your people to slow down testing were you just kidding or do you have a plan to slow down testing i don't kid let me just tell you let me make it clear you don't kid Oh, okay. So, when you said you were kidding about ingesting cleaning products to cure coronavirus, that that was your excuse? That, that 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 wasn't kidding? So, you're serious about that? Okay. As I mentioned earlier, Captain Chaos wanted to remove the DACA program, and the Supreme Court blocked the decision. However, Mr. Cra- Mr. Crazy Pants thinks that the Supreme Court has invited him back because he has no legal argument. No, they're not saying that. They're saying that you have made no legal argument opposing the program. And if you were to have legal argument, spoiler alert, there isn't any, then you could come back for a second try. But you wouldn't because it's a solid, fair program. I just just don't know if he thinks he can really do anything just because he's the president. That's all for the dump truck more after this break. Hey, do you want a podcast where you can talk about some of your favorite movies such as Iron Man and Detective Pikachu? What about some old movies such as The Wizard of Oz or Star Wars? Well, you've come to the right place. Visit the Movie Mania podcast now on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and more. Talk to our hosts, Zeb Fulcher and Ryan Hill, about some of your favorite movies. New episodes every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, do you want to come on to the show? Email us at themoviemaniapodcast at gmail.com. That's themoviemaniapodcast at gmail.com. As I said earlier, the 2020 re-election campaign rally that happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma, was a massive flop, but only 0.62% of the expected crowd to show up leading the campaign staff to cancel a planned outside uh, venue speech due to the crowd outside being only protesters and a few stragglers who got there too late. Of course, the big baby was furious, where he blamed the protesters outside the venue for the small crowds. It's not the protesters, pal. It's you. People don't like you. I want to talk about a local event that happened in my area. So a police officer was going to a Arby's, for lunch while on duty and he drove up to the window and paid for his order the manager of the store was serving him and got his food ready when two employees saw that the officer was there and began to kneel the ov- officer obviously upset by this had told the manager that he was not going to take his food and dem- demanded a refund the manager gave his money back and the officer told his friends about the event And his friends went onto social media and started saying that he was refused service because he was a police officer and that that Arby's should be canceled. And people believed them. (laughs) I couldn't, I honestly couldn't believe that this was a real thing that happened. I feel that officers just overreact and I think he should have just taken the food since this was stupid. And I also hope everyone on the police side were getting the proper discipline. From the force. First off, I want to say that I think this whole cancel culture craze is crazy. I completely understand boycotting a company, celebrity, or influencer because you believe that their views are so diametrically opposed to yours that you can't ethically participate in furthering their profits or influence. But the hashtag overparty trend feels more like Online bullying than actually holding a company or individual accountable for their actions. For example, this week there was a Domino's over party trending, and the reason is quite ludicrous. In late 2012, Kayla Mc- McNanny? McCanny? mccain I don't know. I'm going to call her Kayla. Tweeted Fun fact Domino's is way better than any New York P- City pizza. Later that evening, Domino's tweeted back saying, That's one heck of a compliment. Thanks for the love. Hashtag we appreciate it. So basically, a company thanked a customer for their compliment. <laughs> End of story, right? Now I don't like Kayla. She's Camp Dump truck. She 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 was a crazy birther. She's cuckoo. Right. I agree. But even if Domino's thanked her for her tweet today, I wouldn't be mad. As a company, you appreciate all your customers regardless of political affiliation. I would disagree with Domino's posting any kind of agreement with her politics, but really, it's okay to thank a customer. But really, this was eight years ago. She was a 24-year-old nobody college student. It's beyond insane. To drag this back up, picking every little little detail apart like this takes away from any valid argument. Never Trumpers have. When you put focus on tiny details that have no consequence, it is difficult to take anything you say seriously. Please, for the love of God, let's keep our focus on things that actually matter. There is more than enough actually actual absurdity to focus on in this situation. We don't need to trump stuff up. That's all for this week's internet culture. More after this break. Go to the link in the description to donate to the Yemen Relief Fund. Do it. Do it now. Welcome back. So, I have a few. Lovely stories today for something light, and the first story is about Target's coronavirus pay. So, of course, when the pandemic hit, Target, like many other stores, increased their pay to their employees to thank them for risking their life working, and Target announced on June 18th that they will be keeping the coronavirus pay after the pandemic is over, which I think is a fantastic idea, and I think it's surprising that after this announcement, no other big chain has announced the same pay. Another story I found interesting this week is this one. This black Nashville resident is one of the only black people in his neighborhood. And after years of feeling unsafe to walk the streets, he was met with open arms by his neighbors. After he tweeted about feeling unsafe and leaving his own porch without somebody with him, 75 of his neighbors banded together to walk with him. I just think that's such a sweet story. The last story I wanted to talk about is something that hasn't actually happened just yet, but it's in my local city, Windsor. We are gearing up for a fantastic event called Miracle Day that's taking place on June 27th. It's intended as an effort to help those in need due to COVID-19. The June 27th Miracle Day is vying for the largest ever food drive in one day. We are asking every resident in the community to put a non-perishable food item to the uh, to their porch by noon hundreds of community volunteers will collect the items that day my family is already ready with their contrib- contrib- contribution there and i can't wait to see how this turns out more on this next week That brings us to the end of our time here today. We upload new episodes of A Teens 2 Toonies every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time on our YouTube channel as well as Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at A Teens 2 Toonies with the number 2 or at the link in the description below. Have a good evening, everyone. See you next week.